morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea out there in the great state of Alaska, Florida, Hawaii, Pennsylvania, down in Texas, up in the Midwest, all across the heartland, friends. Thank you for tuning in for Torch Report 401. Today, the meat eaters must rise up. It's Let me ask you this. Which is more likely to be true? Uh, that we're all going to die from catastrophic climate change or that the government is using mind control satellites. <laughs> I mean, it's just nuts. But uh, we're going to get into all that, friends. We'll break it down. Uh, I want to first assure you, I want to congratulate you. Wow, you did it. You are a true survivor. Uh, you just survived the hottest day ever recorded on planet Earth. I mean, you made it. I, I don't know how you made it through the hottest day ever recorded on planet Earth, but you managed to. So you're a true survivor. Hats off to you. But friends, let's not get too comfortable here because it's going to get even hotter and hotter and hotter, according to CNN, the Communist News Network. Yesterday was the hottest day ever recorded, but it's about to get hotter. So I did put a screenshot in here at the top of the report today, friends. If you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com. Check out thetorchreport.com, Torch Report 401. You'll see a spiffy screenshot here. And I highlighted a few things where, you know, why your sub sandwich is going to taste a lot different. You know, yesterday, the hottest day, you know, how your fast fashion choices are affecting the environment. How about low sex drive in men is linked to chemical imbalances? And I see this in my head just going ping, 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 ping. It's all about depopulation. It's all about the radical uh, environmental agenda. And now. Just in case you felt inclined to speculate on where exactly CNN was getting this ridiculous information that the planet is its hottest day ever. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you got to get this. I, I clicked on that link and it says the planet its hottest day ever. It's going to get broken again and again. And it had this picture of this Chinese security official on the front page of CNN. And I just, you know, I'm sure... That image of the sweltering communist agent, you know, a.k.a. the security of China is probably just a coincidence, you know, probably because they couldn't find any Americans suffering on the hottest day ever. They had to find the Chinese security official. And it's probably has nothing to do with the global cabal using the Chinese Communist Party as a role model for the world, for the new world order and all that it probably has nothing to do with that. Or the fact that CNN is better known as the Communist News Network. Friends, in other words, this could just be a bunch of commie propaganda being pumped out by the climate cult over at CNN. Maybe. I don't know. Call me crazy. But um, anyway, regardless, can you feel the heat? That poor guy looks like he's suffering. And of course, it's only ever going to get hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter until they're once again digging up palm trees in Alaska or until either A, we all die from heat extinction and go the way of the polar bear or B, we submit to their draconian techno dystopian fantasies and get properly cold by the, the uh, global cabal there. A little wordplay. Friends, remember that they've openly said they just don't need the majority of humanity and that they're currently doing everything they can 
to proportion the human population to the, you know, the planetary boundaries that they talk about. So I just want to connect a couple more dots here off of the front page of CNN. The uh, the article on the big change coming over to Subway, that caught my eye, and I assumed it was going to have something to do with these lab-grown meats, which they're starting to say, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, sell lab-grown meats, you know. Uh, but as a matter of fact, that that report or that article on, on CNN didn't say anything about lab grown meats, at least not at the surface level. It was about Subway using meat slicers and they're going to put the meat slicers where the customers could see them. That way, you know, when they do transition to lab grown meats and they will friends, mark my words, they will. But when they do, people are going to come in and they're going to see the meat slicer working its magic. And they're never going to think twice about what it's actually slicing. The meat slicer slicing meat, obviously. It doesn't matter if it's lab-grown, genetically modified, mRNA-injected meat. It's just meat slicers at Subway. Anyway, that's my speculation on that move there. But that did send me down a brief rabbit trail looking in the Subway a little bit. And you know, I discovered, to no surprise, that Subway... Uh, as the world's largest franchise, Subway is in bed with the global cabal. They're also in bed with the radical environmentalists, and they also sell three-foot subs in a two-foot, ten-inch box, and they're beefing up their chicken with more than 50% soy. And that ties into that other headline that said low sex drive in men is linked to chemical imbalance. Hmm, where is this chemical imbalance coming from? Jeez, I don't know. There's a long line of science that documents the connection between soy and soy boys who can't get it up and are less fertile when they do. Now, there is a lot of propaganda right now trying to cover over that fact. When I went to look up where the, uh, where they like, get, just throw a couple of articles, our uh, scientific reports in there. They're like, oh, no, no, soy's not that bad. It doesn't make people in the soy boy gay, f- you know, metrosexual fags. I don't know. Anyway, but the science is clear, and it has been for a long time, that hypogonadism and erectile dysfunction are, in fact, associated with soy product consumption. Friends, if you haven't realized it yet, this intentional lowering of testosterone levels kills two birds with one stone. Uh, when it comes to the global agenda, first, it decreases libido and fertility, which means men will be making far fewer babies. And of course, that checks off the depopulation box. The second thing is that the uh, the decrease in testosterone also leads to a decrease in aggression. And that translates to a bunch of pansy pushovers who want to sit around and play patty cake. They don't have the sack to stand up to the authoritarian government and tell the tyrants to piss off. And of course, that is a tyrant's wet dream. So the CNN article, you know, of course, it was coming from a different angle. It was citing studies that suggest this latest chemical imbalance, you know, among men. It has to do with how your brain is wired. And I I thought about that. I thought, huh, you know, this chemical imbalance has to do with the way the brain is wired. Well, how is, you know, our brains are being rewired. They're doing the the conscious transformation of humanity, right? We've read about that. I've researched that wrote about it. We talked about it. Now, for clarification's sake here today, you know, how modern men's minds are being rewired. It's being rewired via the relentless propaganda and the psychological warfare. People are, the men are being domesticated. They're being emasculated for the reasons mentioned above, because if they're pansies, they're not going to push back against the tyrants and they're not going to make as many babies. Now, of course, 
You know, there's a whole issue of experimental genetic therapies and on and on and on. But friends, I got to set all of that aside because I got something really exciting to get into here. And I, you know, I want to focus on the climate change and all of that. But let's uh, let's let's just chalk it up and say, hey, you know, we can learn something from anything, right? We can even learn something from the Kami News Network. Now, let's zoom out, zoop, way out. Back to Monday's report just real quick. That was Torch Report 399. Governments seek to block out the sun. Okay, and I ended with a question. Could the global cabal be driving all this climate change? Are they driving the climate change to drive the narrative? And of course, it's preposterous. And uh, But can't we be curious, right? And now, I know it's not really preposterous. I had several people reach out and share uh, information based on the report. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're on the right track here. And to me, that indicated that in certain circles, not only is this a hot topic, but it's a well-known fact, right? So people who have been paying attention for a long time, they know this already. And of course, that led me to dig in even deeper because I am an exceptionally curious peasant and I want to do all this research to share it with you to save you the countless hours of reading through all of this stuff. You can go through and do it if you want, but I'm giving you the short cliff note version here. It has been known that the governments around the world have been geoengineering weather patterns for decades. I don't want to get stuck on all of that, but suffice it to say, they've been modifying weather in many different places for many different reasons, not the least of which is disturbing, I'm sorry, disrupting the economy and destroying crops. Governments have been using geoengineering to modify weather patterns, to disrupt the economy and destroy crops for decades. That is a fact. Now, if you're interested, I did put several links in here. If you want to deep dive into the North American Weather Modification Council or geoengineering and HARP weather modification and cloud seeding and all this kind of stuff, uh, Friends, the links there, uh, the second link in particular on the geoengineering and the chemtrails and the cloud seeding, it was pointing to uh, Freedom of Information Act, so FOIA requests that document military applications of this technology. And as I was going through that, I found this very detailed government report on geoengineering. It's 390 pages long, zoiks! That will put you to sleep. But it's it's very detailed. You want to know what the government knows about chemtrails, cloud seeding, and geoengineering? You can go check that out at the .gov website, govinfo.gov. Right there's a links there, okay? I'm not asking you to take my words for it. I know it sounds crazy. Now then, there was another highly disturbing government report that I you know, stumbled upon here, and it's a report on space-based technologies that potentially target populations for mind control. You know, stop the tape. Zoinks. Luke, what the hell are you talking about? Highly disturbing government reports on space-based uh, technologies that, for mind control. You gotta be kidding me. No effing way, right? <gasps> Wrong, friends. I put it here right in front of your eyes. Again, another screenshot from govinfo.gov website. The space-based systems directed at targeted populations for the purpose of information warfare, mood management, or mind control. Now that is some wild-eyed conspiracy. I, holy smokes, I got to get into this. What the hell are these people talking about? Government programs that use radiation, electromagnetic, psychotronic, sonic laser, and other energies? Ooh, man, my head was exploding. 
You know, they're doing this for the purpose of mood management and mind control. I mean, yeah, I got to dig into that. So as I was looking at this, uh, what they're using here, the one of the words that stood out to me was the psychotronic mind control. What is this psychotronic mind control? What the hell? You know, <laughs> holy smokes. And why is this in a government report? Well, friends, I have to tell you, according to the uh, the authoritative United States Psychotronics Association, psychotronics is the science Psychotronics is the science of mind-body-environment relationships. It is, quote, an interdisciplinary science concerned with the interactions of matter, energy, and consciousness, end quote. This is fascinating. This is a field of study that is right up my alley. But the simple definition isn't really what I was looking for. Why is this term psychotronics in a government report on, you know, basically space-based mind control? <laughs> I got to find out, you know? So I put in a little search for psychotronicsresearch.gov and it pulled up, well, get this, the psychotronic universe at the CIA's fact book and on and on. A bunch of uh, CIA uh, FOIA requests on psychotronics, a lot of information has been declassified over the last 20 years. And uh, I did put a link here if you want to dig into the CIA's take on the psychotronic universe. Friends, it will blow your mind. There is a lot of information on the CIA website, on, the, uh, on their reading room, the CIA reading room, the International Conference on Psychotronic Research, etc. It's all there. But there was one... Uh, article that stood out to me on the CIA website. It, was, it caught my eye. The title of it was Psychic Warfare. Psychic Warfare. At the CIA reading room, there's a report on psychic warfare, exploring the mind frontier. And yes, the link is right there for you to check out. But that's a juicy one. Psychic warfare. Oh, 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 I got to get into it. I got to check it out. And I did. And the big takeaway was this quote, the brass hats are indeed dabbling in the dark arts, period. End quote. If there was any doubt, friends, this highly disturbing government report on psychic warfare states emphatically that the brass hats are indeed dabbling in the dark arts. Now, that declassified report actually comes from 1988. Ooh, really? 1988, they had a report that was covering everything from high-tech space-based sensors to the tremendous potential inherent in extended mental capabilities. Tremendous potential inherent in extended mental capabilities. Now, that is fascinating. I was reading through it. I got this. Uh, there's a paragraph here. I just love that. I'm going to share it with you guys. It says, quote, man's greatest potential remains a prisoner of man. Only a fraction of the human mind is currently used. Limitless mental capabilities are just waiting to be accepted, developed, and understood, period, end quote. It's beautiful. Limitless mental capabilities are there. Latent human potential in that big part of the brain that we're not using. That's the good news. 
The bad news is that with this tremendous power comes an entirely new battlefield, according to the CIA. And if this battlefield is ignored, this dimension of mental warfare, psychic warfare is ignored. It poses a threat to self and country that is more serious than nuclear weapons. If we're not aware of this battlefield for the mind, this dimension of psychic warfare, that poses a greater threat to ourselves and to our country than nuclear weapons. Friends, as a side note, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I would like to emphasize that the current weaponized artificial intelligence that's being used to conduct algorithmic social interventions, you know, I've documented and discussed it at length, that technology uh, that's controlling emerging public perceptions, that too is a greater threat to humanity than nuclear war by several orders of magnitude. But in my mind, I must say this psychotronic psychic warfare this is just a whole nother level. I mean, holy smokes, they've been at it since the 80s. Yikes! Zoik scoop! What are we going to do? Friends, I couldn't believe my eyes. I mean, this is just, this is, it's fascinating, you know? Now, interestingly enough, the report on psychic warfare referred to the Delphi Oracle, and it was citing the Delphi Oracle as the first historically recorded military intelligence application of remote viewing. I shit you not. It concludes, the government report concludes that this form of psychic warfare is a significant intelligence force multiplier. Jeez, you think? Wait, we got these oracles that can see, uh, you know, remote viewing and all this kind of stuff. And I mean, yeah, that's a little bit of a force multiplier, kind of a bit of an advantage, I'd say. But my mind jumped to the, the Delphi method of forming consensus, which has been reported in Torch Report 65, 198, 358, etc. That, too, was derived. From military intelligence into psychic capacities, much like the psychic warfare uh, researched here. Now, the, by the way, friends, the Delphi method, I put the link to the original government.mil report here. Uh, it was first developed to address and advance certain determinants. And some of those uh, most notable determinants were nothing less than population control and advanced weapons systems. So anyway, I don't want to get lost in the weeds here, friends. I see that the time is ticking, and I want you to please forgive me for yanking the conversation back into the direction of the so-called climate crisis. The question of whether or not the global cabal has been changing the weather to feed the narrative and assert greater control over our lives. Has the global cabal been changing the weather to feed the narrative and assert greater control over our lives? You bet your ass they have. The answer is an obvious yes. That is exactly what has been happening for much, much longer than most of us have realized. Why does that matter? Luke, what are you talking about here? You know, here's the thing. And it's a succinct statement, by the way. Here's why. Quote, global heating is a burning human rights issue as extreme weather and climate disasters threaten humanity's universal rights to food, period, end quote. Do you believe it? Do you believe that global heating is a burning human rights issue that threatens the universal right to food? Friends, those words come from UN Human Rights Chief Volker Turk. He declared this on Monday that the global leaders are still not acting 
with the determination required. Remember, they got to use a little bigger stick and a little less carrot to save the planet for future generations. He claims this is the greatest human rights issue of our time. He laments the fact that it threatens our food supply, and then he bitches about the poor third world countries who are suffering because of our unsustainable Western lifestyles. Now, he also pointed to the climate litigation as the best way to hold corporations and governments accountable in court. In other words, that's how the climate crazies intend to impose their will upon the rest of us. That's why the Biden-Harris administration has doubled down on the fantasy of climate justice and why they've signed off on all this crackpot science about blocking out the sun. These people are absolutely nuts. They have lost their collective minds. And it does make me wonder, friends, could this collective insanity have anything to do with the government space-based mind control, psychic warfare, or dabbling in the dark arts? I just don't know. Maybe, just maybe, it has everything to do with that. But friends, what the hell do I know? What's the moral of the story here? Well, the moral of the story is... That while most people remain completely oblivious, the globalist agenda continues to accelerate under the auspice of saving the planet. They're tightening the noose right now. I hope that you've enjoyed your burgers, your brews, and your 4th of July fireworks while you still can, because if the global cabal continues to get their way, these great American traditions are destined for the dustbin of history, as are you and I and the vast majority of the human population that they just don't need. So while people are distracted by bat-wielding kids attacking nannies in San Francisco, the global elites are in fact destroying our way of life, and they are in fact trying to take over the world in the name of climate change change friends the commies are taking over the world ah <laughs> oh, heck we've covered a lot of ground today but there's one thing we can know for sure and that is the soy boys are going not to do a damn thing about any of this and that means it is incumbent upon us meat eaters to rise up before they block out the sun forever <laughs> and that is the message of my heart for today friends ah if you're enjoying this podcast please take the time to find that little heart click the email go to the website click the heart give me some love subscribe if you have not subscribed already and of course the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with every Everyone you know. Get out there and embrace the rest of this wild, whimsical Wednesday. Stay wise, friends, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.